listeners, and welcome to another episode of EdgeGuard, a podcast where we take a closer look at games on the fringe. My name is Jordan. Uh, with me, as always, is my good friend, Blake. More like you got a podcast where Jordan has a low-quality microphone. I was I getting right? there. I was going to say it. <laughs> no, I had to shame you. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, in, in case my voice sounds just unbearably different for our... Uh, regular loyal listeners it's because for some unknown reason when i tried booting up audacity discord on uh my desktop today my no, this snowball is very mic convoluted. jordan's mic isn't working long story short <laughs> so he's gonna sound like shit the whole episode sorry yeah so i'm on my oh. laptop this is a this is a macbook uh, <laughs> you're giving so much detail. Why are you doing this? <laughs> I you're want them you're to, a criminal. I really want them to know what has happened. <laughs> you want them to know really why. know where I am. <laughs> oh my god! All right, let's no, talk no, about no, no. But anyways, what we'll be video uh, games. What we'll be talking about this week is a game called Ten Mississippi, uh, which is a game by uh, Karina, Karina Pop. Pop uh, is her name. Uh, this game is a it's a stop motion game uh, that's like, like real photographs. Or all the graphics are made out of actual photographs. That's um, just kind of about one routine in the life of this woman. Seems mid twenty. I mean, I think it's supposed to be basically autobiographical. Maybe not like perfectly, but pretty autobiographical. Uh-huh. Um, sure. And she, you know, gets up, goes through her morning routine, goes to work. Uh, and then comes home um, is the quick version. It's a it's a short game. Probably one playthrough is like I don't know five or six minutes. I did play yeah, it twice though. Uh, game so nice you play it twice, as they yeah. say. <laughs> well, I had to confirm. Uh, I wanted to test some things. Yeah, <laughs> I think we both wanted to test some things. No, no, don't be weird. <laughs> No, I mean, just like, uh, I think part of what this game does is that it, um, so as you might guess with a name like 10 Mississippi, uh, it sort of limits your interaction. There's just, it's basically just a series of little vignettes or just little tiny interactions. And, yes. uh, they end either when you complete everything that needs to be done or after 10 seconds, whichever comes first. Oh, um, I did not so, realize that. I didn't know Wait, really? 10 seconds was the actual limit, but that makes complete sense. Why the fuck would it be called 10 Jordan? <laughs> well, because it ends with uh, her counting to 10 to try to help herself go to sleep. Yeah, but that's the whole thing. Is that all all? Anyway. Yeah, yeah. I uh, mean, yeah, it makes total sense. Jordan's, I'm just oblivious. Yeah, you are. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so uh, I think uh, something that this game deals a lot in is like uh, either not letting you register what is happening or what you're doing exactly within the 10 seconds or um, like maybe not letting it register how uncomfortable or weird it is uh, the things that you're doing uh, and yeah. sort of like kind of playing with that uh, and and also it just doesn't let you see a lot of stuff uh, because uh, the, the 10 seconds goes by so quickly and some of the interactions are a little more complicated um, so if you haven't seen them before, then you won't actually like get all of the sort of narrative uh, yeah. out of it. Whereas uh, coming through a second time when you've done all the interactions before, you kind of are ready and mm-hmm. can do something a little bit more uh, with, yeah. with each one. The the one thing I may I'll say to just kind of give you an idea of how the 
like actual mechanical interactions work in this game is um, it's all like simple button pushing, but it tries to kind of map the buttons uh, in such a way that your fingers are kind of doing the same thing that she is doing. So like when you have to button your shirt in the morning, you press like five, six, T, Y, G, H, B, N. So if you look at your, at your keyboard, that's like your, like your two fingers next going to each down other, in a row, going down in a row, pushing the, the buttons through. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. is, that way it's, it's, Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. And that uh, way it's like a little bit like Florence, a little yeah, florence that's what I was thinking. A uh, little, yeah, definitely a, a bit of that. Um, also just in the kind of like that, the, the actions you're doing are kind of like every day, some mm. of them banal, some of them kind of just domestic. Um, just sort of the, you know, turn everyday life into a game mechanic. Yeah, yeah. Um, as Florence does. Although you're the only character in this one, whereas in Florence it's about, like, you know, doing things with another person. Sure, sure. Um, so let's talk about stuff about this game. What stuff should we talk about? <laughs> uh, uh, what? Well, one thing that you you sort of alluded to that I think might be a good way to start is this game is mm-hmm. like it's very um, sort of uncomfortably uh, intimate or close in some of the mm-hmm. in some of the moments. Um, mm-hmm. So like you're well, the first thing I noticed when I started playing this game was that like seeing a, an actual picture of a human hand kind of move around is a little bit uh-huh. like like creepy. Uh, sure. I don't know if you felt that way, but then it also just like, there's something voyeuristic about the like shots you get. It's like, Oh, absolutely. You know, going through this person's house, you're like watching, or I guess you are shaving her legs. Uh, yeah. and then you like, um, I think there's also, there's also a like, scene where she's eyeliner. in the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's definitely like the angles are like a lot of times have like a limited point of view, but oh, yeah. like, oh yeah, uh, it's it still, is PG thirteen. Yeah, but it makes it like kind of extra uncomfortable that you like know that like off screen she's naked, but you're only seeing like her knees or whatever. Yeah, and, yeah. Like, the pictures are kind of like low quality and grainy intentionally, I think, to sort yeah, of like definitely. enhance that effect of just like I don't know, and and it's weird because they they uh they play every scene totally straight, uh. And uh, each one with the same sort of tone. So it's like that kind of adds to the creepiness, oddly enough. Like they don't they don't try and like add creepy music, although there are some sound cues that we can talk about in a minute that sort of enhance the uh, discomfort. It's not, I guess creepy isn't even it. It's just kind of like I just you feel kind of unclean after doing some of the stuff. You're just kind of like, <laughs> like, I know that th- this person made this so that I could play through it, but I still feel like I'm. Of like almost like violating their personal space. In a, yeah, in a definitely. Yeah, one hundred percent. Kind of like rides the line of like uncomfortable voyeurism as the position that you take as viewer slash player. Mm-hmm. Although, I mean, so once you like the like plot of her day is like get ready in the morning, go to work, work, go home, and uh, Do the most boring data entry possible. Yeah, once you once you get to work, uh, it's not it becomes like uh, differently voyeuristic instead of being like, like, ah, I'm not supposed to be, you know, spying in this person's house. It's like, 
Uh-huh. Oh my god, I don't this person is the most boring job. Uh, yeah. I don't want to Again, again very Florency. The 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 yeah. data entry the, in this game it is funny you're literally just <laughs> copying and pasting uh using control V as is the Windows short key uh shortcut um hotkey whatever the fuck you want to call it yeah yeah uh you're just copying and pasting uh 100 into a bunch of cells in excel (laughs) (laughs) i thought was like an even more and you hit tab to go to the next one yeah you're just like tab control v tab control v just like uh monotony i mean it's almost like uh approaching pip and bar is as if you're doing work levels of monotony just like oh yeah just like your computer same thing over again yeah um but uh, I, I, I guess I alluded to earlier that uh, there, the sound is sort of used to uh, enhance sort of the the intimacy and discomfort. Um, the the breathing is the particularly yeah like, that weirded me out thing <laughs> because like, like uh, you oh go ahead it's just this like very passive it's like almost not barely meant to be heard but you can just kind of like always hear her just kind of like. And it's just, it's weird how unsettling just hearing a person breathe, which is yeah. something that uh, every person does constantly all the time. It's weird how that like makes you uncomfortable. The fact that you can hear them breathe because yeah, I most mean, of the it's time, a great example of like how the distance between you as a player and your avatar, like yeah, you, although I can technically hear my breathing anytime I want uh-huh. to pay attention to it, you know, it's very mm-hmm. easy to ignore the sound of your own breathing. But like, even yeah. if you're looking from the point of view of someone, you you can't do that with that like the breathing. It's really hard to like let it fade into the background. So it always feels like you're you're listening to someone else breathe rather than you watching someone breathe. It's, yeah, that's and it almost quite the effect. It almost even like makes it feel like you're like up behind them and you're like breathing down their neck and you're like yeah. hearing your own <laughs> breath back at you. It's like it almost gives that effect. You're just kind of like it's just it's uh <laughs> it's definitely unsettling. Uh, so yeah, I guess that, that's definitely something this game is going for is like being uh, like creepily intimate. Uh, yeah. I mean, definitely the one, I mean, so it kind of like reaches the climax of the, uh, <laughs> uh, boo, boo. <laughs> of the like uncomfortable intimacy in, um, I didn't even realize this is what was happening the first time because I, I couldn't tell if the button I was supposed to be pushing was O or zero. So I spent the entire uh-huh. like 10 seconds, like, Fiddle yep. with those two trying to figure it out but basically uh-huh. there's a scene where she's like reading some sexy story on her phone and master erotic novel yeah yeah and, you- and that's uh i mean the the ways you can tell that's what it is is because it's a uh sexy story the thing you're supposed to do is push o over and over again and you can hear like a vibrating sound of background yeah and and again with the breathing her breathing is like extra heavy and kind of like uh it's like as uh one oh, maybe yeah. when they're experiencing <laughs> pleasure yeah that was that was one that i realized right at the end of it that i was uh i'm like i'm like what's going on oh she's reading a little thing and then i was like what does that sound i thought first i thought it was like her phone and then i'm like uh wait this is a vibrator uh, and then it wasn't until the second time playing through that the the o thing kind of yeah clicked i wonder clicked. if that's intentional it's got to be right i, I oh, this game sure has it a, is i it didn't click for me until you told me Oh, yeah. orgasm. The first time this, I watched this, it, I assumed that what we were doing by pressing the button was uh, moving, like scrolling 
I thought what was supposed to be happening was it was scrolling through the story. Scrolling through the story, And she was just yeah. reading a like book before going to sleep, basically. Um, no, but she does do that later. She leads, reads yeah, some uh, Faulkner, she reads right? Some Faulkner, yeah. <laughs> Sound and the um, Fury. Sound and the Fury. Never read that one. It's very dense. <laughs> <laughs> Famous. Um, yeah, so let's talk about uh, narrative a little bit because it's pretty simple. I mean, it's basically just like day in the life, but there's definitely some like little sprinklings of, uh, you know, uh, what this person's life is like i guess it's less narrative and more sort of a uh banality to it i guess sort of a yeah a, a, a boring or maybe uh um kind of like soul crushing you know the the sort of data entry thing there's a there's a um student loan email that you yeah. get that your student loans are due <laughs> i saw or that your loan you know, payment is due the, the evil specter of every millennial story yeah, sure. Your <laughs> Hanging above everyone's <laughs> Hanging head. Above you. Is, uh, yeah, and then, I mean, another kind of fun detail is she is like, you know, she's so bored with her work that she spaces out, and how you like complete that mini game is by holding the space bar. And then, like, yeah, I actually didn't. I actually didn't think of that one, but there were a few like uh, clever, uh, clever things like the um, oh, what's another one? I'm trying to think. Well, he said, other. let's see. So there's the, yeah, the control o, V was funny. Yeah, uh, yeah. I kind of liked the, um, like, turning the key. You push the arrow keys in a circle. Oh, yeah, yeah. You kind do of the circular motion. Or, but you mean other actually, puns. I can't actually think of any other, like, like the button has a double meaning. Yeah. Um. <laughs> if you think of it, let me know. Okay, will do. <laughs> Uh, so I wanted to talk about something that this game does, uh, that is kind of like, uh, puts it in like even more stark contrast with, uh, a lot of games, uh, mm. which is like the whole limited time thing. There's a few different angles that I kind of want to oh, talk about with this. So like the first, uh, is that, um, in so many games, uh, part of the way they like quote unquote empower the player, like the, the power fantasy, if we're assuming games are a power fantasy. And even if we aren't assuming that, uh, one of the things that, that games do to make the player feel like they have agency is, uh, giving you control and letting you do whatever you want. Uh, this is especially like prevalent in, uh, open world games where there's a lot of things sure. to do at any given moment. Uh, and so there tends to be this pattern of, uh, sort of, I guess let's let's use the the hated term again, ludo narrative dissonance, uh, <laughs> no. where you where you get this uh, um, this thing of like, all right, well, in this story, there's a there's a horrible world-ending calamity that um, I am the hero am setting out to to overcome, uh, but also I'm just gonna like chill in the overworld for twenty hours, running yeah. around helping peasants. And doing whatever dumb shit I feel like doing. Uh, right. So the gameplay doesn't have a sense of urgency, but the plot does. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. it, it, even more than that, it's like it it is directly in contrast or in contradiction to what the plot is saying that is like, I, I mean, think about uh, Mass Effect 2. It's like, all right shit's about to end we're about to go on a suicide mi mission it's dire but also just like hang out on the citadel with your your buddy garris you know yeah. we're gonna go do a bunch of side quests drink some space beers and <laughs> yeah uh, space i don't beers. know 
space beers, the best kind of beers. Um, <laughs> but anyway, uh, so it, oftentimes, like giving the player agency uh, is uh, a way of making your game sort of contradict itself uh, in a way that is maybe small or kind of silly. I think it's maybe part of the um, uh, part of buying into the uh, uh, a game in the first place is that like, Hey, I'm going to be able to do whatever I want. Cause that, cause it's a video game. And that's that what I want to do is for me to be given the reins and do as I please. Uh, yeah. even if that is sort of antithetical to, uh, the sort of narrative. Um, but this game, uh, takes the opposite approach, which is that it always gives you the exact same amount of time and totally limits you. You never get to take your time. You can pl- obviously you can play the game multiple times and it's short. So that makes it, uh, you know, playing it multiple times viable, but um, it's it's also like further separates itself because uh, the things you're doing, like in in the, one of those bigger games, there's like this world-ending calamity, but you can spend as much time as you want doing dumb shit. In this game, you're doing yeah, like seconds. banal daily tasks, and you only have ten seconds. Yeah, so it's kind that's of. True. Uh, I don't know. It just it's it's a very different experience, and obviously this game isn't really meant to be empowering. Uh, no, I mean it's meant to be like. I mean, I think there's something about the like perfect uniformity of how much time you have for each one. Like every one uh-huh. is ten seconds. It's supposed to be like kind of producing that feeling of time when you're bored of like everything mm-hmm. just kind of repeats. Um, and then also like like the ten seconds when you're I was thinking that like when you're in one of the scenes, it's like uncomfortably intimate. It's like, Mm -hmm. it's like forcing you to hold it out and experience the whole thing. When you're in one of those, you know, one of the moments, it's a little more like Mm -hmm. interactive and you're kind of just moving along. Then it's like, yeah. So that's an interesting amount of time. That's an interesting point because I think there's definitely an argument we had that like in some of the more uncomfortable ones, like uh, say, for example, the masturbation seed, like making you sit through it for longer would be more uncomfortable because like the longer you're sitting there, like obviously the thing is going to progress. I mean, uh, <laughs> sex and masturbation is kind of a linear generally, maybe there's some peaks and valleys, but generally it's all building toward. So, right. Like, uh, if you're there for longer, it'd make like the, the, the discomfort yeah. and the sort of voyeurism even more uncomfortable. But the fact that it still cuts off at 10 seconds is like, I don't know. It's still effective. Yeah. It's effective in a, in a different way though. Yeah. Um, I talked earlier about it, how it like, uh, it's so short that sometimes you can't even hardly register what's, uh, what you're doing before it's over. Uh, and that can sort of add to the discomfort is like only as it's, as you've gone to the next thing, you're like, Oh wait, that's what was happening in that last one. Uh, which is an interesting way to also sort of keep that, uh, that discomfort, present even though you're mm-hmm. you know cutting every 10 seconds yeah hmm. um so you mentioned that like some of them it's like so such little time that you uh you can barely register what's happening uh, one thing that mm-hmm. i did notice is kind of like clever about you know given the fact that this is a game about kind of like routine uh that mm-hmm. when you play the game a second time uh it you know obviously all those mm-hmm. like mini games become much easier. You're like, Oh, I know yes. what, which buttons to push. I know how to do it. Uh, and then that, mm-hmm. that kind of like mirrors the way that 
you know, falling into a routine really feels, you know, you do, you go to your job the first time it's either exciting or anxious or whatever, but yeah. it's not boring. And then, you yeah. know, once you've done it multiple times, then you just like fall into habit and it just, just like, yeah, everything becomes automatic as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Especially like the, you know, like the very first time I turned the keys, I was like, like just looking at the instructions, like, okay, push up. Okay. Now left. Mm-hmm down right oh i see mm-hmm. up left down right and then the next time i got there i was just like yeah, yeah yeah or even the uh there's a part we haven't mentioned yet where um you're at work and you uh have you send an email to uh an old friend or something to be like hey we should uh meet up sometime it's been a while if you're available yeah, uh, and yeah. the first time i uh i like didn't type fast enough or was it that one? There was there was one of the the things in the office where I like didn't do the action fast enough, so I didn't actually get to see everything. It's um, probably that one. I think that's the only one where you have to read anything. Yeah, although if you just hold one key down, it goes. I, I found that fast. out the second time. I did the the, the the no fake typing the first time where you just mash your sure. keyboard. Yeah. Um, yeah, I uh, I don't know if I was interpreting this correctly, but I kind of thought that that was supposed to be like a like a sort of possible romantic thing oh, and that huh. you like, you're feeling lonely. So you send a message to you know, maybe someone you mm. had a fling with or someone that you went on one date with, but it didn't work out. And then, you know, really feeling more lonely way. and then it ends with masturbation. Not saying that you have to <laughs> masturbate when you're lonely. You can masturbate and not be lonely. But I was like, I thought that was one way yeah. to interpret it. But I, I didn't actually sure. read the message closely enough to say for sure. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't interpret it that way. But I guess yeah. that's uh, it's just the difference between you and me. You're always trying to make everything into romance, Jordan. Oh, I thought you were going to say I'm always trying to make meaning out of everything. I was like, that's literally <laughs> true and my job. But... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're always trying to you're always trying to decide if things mean something or if they you know well, why don't you just ever just enjoy something for what it is jordan <laughs> no such things hate, hate those people <laughs> boo, boo, boo. things don't mean anything yeah, 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 yeah. as we everything. as we sit here on our podcast where we like analyze yeah you know 10 where minute long games for the last minutes yeah we, we spend <laughs> 30 minutes talking about a game that takes five minutes to play um <laughs> Oh, what? I feel like I had something and now it's gone. Oh, I was curious. Um, I thought that, so when you finish the game, it immediately loops into another day. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like, like that. you, uh, so there's a accounting, the way it ends is sort of, you've been winding down, doing things on that. You, uh, you know, uh, you masturbate, you read your book and then, uh, you start counting down from, uh, or no counting up to 10, like yeah. kind of counting sheep, uh, and then once you hit 10, then it does 10 Mississippi title card, end of game. But then... Wait, but uh, doesn't start- your mom call you? Yeah, so, like, as you're starting to... Like, as you fall asleep and your eyes close, you can, like, see that your phone starts ringing. Yeah. But then but then the screen goes mom. black and you've fallen asleep, yeah. yeah. Um, and then that's, like, also where the game starts is at the black screen and you push the up and down arrow keys at the same time to, like, open your eyes and wake up and see that you missed a call from your mom. So I was curious. Mm-hmm. I thought that it was going to be that the the second day was mostly the same but, like, a tiny bit different, but uh, I don't think that's the case. I think it's just uh, a, exactly a repeat the same. day. Uh, yeah. I didn't... I, I don't think I noticed anything different the second time through, so I think it is... I think it is identical. Yeah. 
it'd be interesting if there was like a random chance that there's like a slightly different day yeah you know that something like, a little bit different happens. like just enough that it feels like a different day but you know yeah. still is the, that, that would really like tell- oh go ahead It'd be especially interesting if, like, you couldn't quite tell. Like, did it's like, oh, did I do that the last time? Uh, that's yeah. something that you could really mess with you, especially because they're so short. And yeah. uh, again, you don't often get. Sometimes you don't get time to register what's happening. It's like, oh, you could have this whole like uh, uh, aspect of, oh, did did I do that last time? I don't remember doing that. But also, it's only ten seconds, so maybe I just <laughs> forgot about something that I did for only ten seconds. Yeah, um, I mean, that would be a great sort of like the feeling that like really contribute to the themes in a good way. Cause it would be like sort of mirror the experience of when every day blurs together, but there's still slight variations. Uh, mm-hmm. like, oh, did I, I feel like I did this already. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, um, Oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> Jinx. Fine. I will. One, two, three, four, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, you owe me a soda pop. Oh, I'll get that to you. Great. I'll mail it to you. I'll send you my address. It'll, it'll be super fizzy, and when you open it up, it'll explode. Okay, that's great. That's how I like it. <laughs> um, I was reading, so I was reading an artist statement for this game, and she mentioned that, uh, like, formally, it was inspired by Chris Markers, and I'm going to mispronounce this because it's French. La Jetée, I think is how you say it. it just means the Jetty. Uh, I was curious if you've seen this movie. No, I have not. Have you? You have. I have. Yeah, it's like a famous. It's one of those movies that, like, they often will show you when you're, you know, doing a, an intro to film or something. Because it's, you know, 30 minutes long. There's a lot to say about it. It's a little bit experimental. And it's How easy, many minutes? easy to talk about in a class. It's only, like, 30, 30 oh, minutes, roughly. I think roughly. three. I was like, oh, three. I'll watch it right now. Oh, no, no, no. 30. It's, like, a short film. Gotcha. Um, okay. I won't spoil it for you, then. It has, like, a sort of famous twist um i may have seen i've probably seen clips of it uh, have you seen the movie take... 12 monkeys uh new no. bruce will wait is that bruce wills i feel like uh i can already tell just from like a few grabs that uh the like stereotype of like french black and white movie where weird things happen inexplicably stereotype <laughs> uh is maybe uh, at least partially inspired by this movie <laughs> Um, I think it is because that's pretty much what, well, that might be more like French surrealism, but probably a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but the, the main thing about that, that movie is that it's all, um, stills. There's no like actual movement. It's like a bunch of individual still shots that are held for, I don't know. I feel like I remember being like maybe like five seconds per shot and then sure. kind of cuts together the whole thing and it's kind of about time and like uh yeah that sounds exactly like something a professor would show you uh to teach you about the kuleshov effect (laughs) yes wait the what i'm not familiar with this phrase kuleshov effect so it's like uh the idea that uh placing two images like editing them together or like different images together uh, conveys different meanings. So like the it's named after a guy named Kuleshov who like he did experiments where he would show you a picture of a man's face or like a, a video of like he'd point a camera at a guy's face and then he'd cut to a video of a, a child uh, holding a balloon and he'd ask uh, 
people who watched it what he thought they like what the man's expression was and then for uh, a different set of people he would show them the same picture of the man's face and then show something sad or scary and like people would say that the man's expression uh was like oh that man's sad or oh that man's happy uh even though they were looking at the same face just because what you cut on either side of it changes the effect of it so it's supposed it's like a a big aspect of uh um you know editing and uh yeah that's uh, i mean yes that it's totally related to this it's sort of like about you know what happens when you juxtapose images next to each other mm -hmm. and how does what happens to like narrative when rather than being a smooth thing it's like broken up pieces that's super interesting though um this uh so I, i she says that this was like like her attempt was to do something similar where you have a bunch of of still images stitched together almost like slideshow like um mm-hmm. and then make that interactive and that was that was her thinking here um i don't know if i had anything particularly like analytical to say about that except maybe that mm-hmm. like this game's also kind of about the experience of time um although here it's about time kind of like blurring together whereas Mm -hmm. the jetty is about like time breaking apart sure yeah i obviously can't speak to it because i haven't seen it but it's uh, just pretty good i actually now i kind of want to play this game uh one more time sort of like keeping the the kuleshov effect in mind uh and uh Hmm. sort of thinking about how the different like juxtaposition of those of each of the little vignettes uh kind of kind of play on each other um so, so there you go Learning new things. How fun. <laughs> um, like, oh. Go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, like, maybe try and think about how it would change if you swapped, like, yeah. two of the moments next to each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, It'd be although, interesting. I mean, some of it would just become baffling. It's totally out of order. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, this is a daily life of someone who is completely insane. They're just completely eat, eating ramen, then reading Faulkner, and then sending an email and riding then, the subway back home, and now and then masturbating, then flicking the bean, you know, on the subway, uh, on the subway. I should hope. No, well, actually, this is a I, this is a person who has lost all touch with reality in this version. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> uh, well, did you have anything uh, else to say about Ten Mississippi? Um. No, I think that's uh, I think that's all that I had. Super what about duper. You? Well, then I'm gonna tell the people about what game we're gonna play next week. Do it because I'm very excited about it. <laughs> it's called uh, Player Known Battlegrounds. <laughs> now, not to be confused with the uh, other game you've probably never heard of, Player Unknown Battlegrounds. <laughs> this, this is, is player, player known, known battlegrounds. battlegrounds which according to the press kit is <laughs> a historical edutainment game about being a tour guide on the gettysburg battleground which is very exciting prospect to me <laughs> um i'm very excited to play this it's a game by some uh students at usc Stephen Harmon and atsina corrington uh namely and it looks like there's they got a bunch of friends that did voices uh yeah for them as well um but yeah, it's got like i'm seven uh, voice actors so yeah it's That's got like some production cool. values 
anyway, yeah. I'm very excited to play this game. It looks silly and fun. It does look silly uh, and fun. I don't know what it is about the like animation style that I just find amusing. I think it'll be. Yeah, it's very bright and colorful. Bright and colorful. And it, Something it just like really reminds me of like an educational game. Uh, sure. At least the the drawings of the characters do. The like trees are a little more standard 3D game. But, sure. Yeah. So, uh, but anyway, we'll explore that game next week. Um, until then, you can follow us on Twitter at uh, our handle, which is at, at EdgeGuardCast. Yep, that's the one. Uh, because if you try Googling player known battlegrounds, you'll probably get the wrong thing. It'll be like, did you mean player unknown battlegrounds? And it'll be very frustrated. So if you want to avoid yeah. this experience, just follow us on Twitter. Uh, we're going to tweet out a uh, link to the game, as we always do. Um, and then we also tweet at our creators sometimes they tweet back it's good times um and if you have a recommendation for a game we should play uh, you should tweet at us and we will uh good chance we'll play it we're always looking for new games uh yeah so um with that we'll uh, talk to you next week bye-bye